Welcome to the Click Podcast. I'm Danny Watson, a mindset and manifestation expert and founder of The Click, a company that helps women overcome their fears and limiting beliefs to create a life and business that they love. Within this podcast, I will help you get clear on what you want, identify the blocks that are holding you back, transform your mindset and raise your vibration so that you can co-create magic with the universe. If you are looking to design a life that truly sets your soul on fire and manifest more success and abundance, then you are in the right place. Hello, ladies. So for this episode, we are doing something slightly different because I'm actually going to be sharing with you a recording of a live session that I hosted recently inside our private Facebook community. So this session was really designed for anybody who is thinking about embarking on a new path, perhaps as a coach, and they are filled with the fear. Okay, so in this session, I really break down how you can actually start moving through your own fears to create a business and life that you love. So if you are thinking about starting a new business, becoming a new coach, or perhaps just pursuing something else that is new to you, and you're worried about taking those first steps, then this episode is for you. So I hope you enjoy it, and I will catch you on the next episode. Welcome, welcome, ladies. I hope you've all been enjoying the free course. Um, I know some of you have been making your way through it. Some of you have finished it. Some of you are still going through it. Wherever you are on that journey, I really hope you are taking away as much as you can from that free course. Because I know that I've had so many people say to me that that course was the thing that really kind of helped them to gain momentum as a coach. Now, I want to actually start this training. As I said, we're going to be talking a lot about fears that new coaches face and specifically how to overcome those fears so you can really step into your power as a coach, as a business owner, and indeed as a woman as well. Now, I actually want to start by saying something really, really important about um, feeling like in order for you to coach other people and for you to kind of really make a big impact in the world and to, you know, be an inspiration to others and to kind of just be this really powerful leader. It's so easy to assume that when you see other women kind of pursuing this path, so other coaches, other people that are already successful, it's so easy to assume that they've always had it figured out. And it's always been that way for them. And they've always been confident. And they've, you know, been somebody that's just excelled at everything. And, you know, they've always been great at coaching. And it's so easy to assume all of these things. And I want to tell you now that nine times out of 10, that is never, ever the case. And in fact, what I really, really love about this industry is most coaches that I know and most of our students that we train inside our coach training They're women that have been through things. They have been through their own blocks. They've been through their own experiences. They've been at that place when they perhaps hit their rock bottom. And just because you have experienced that or indeed perhaps you're experiencing it now doesn't dictate how you are able to show up in the future. Because let me tell you something, when I started out as a coach, those very, very early days, I was a hot mess. <laughs> like literally everything in my life felt like it was falling to pieces. 
my mindset let's let's just start there since we're talking about mindset i had so little confidence in myself i had very very little self-worth um i won't go into all of the boring details but essentially i was engaged to somebody they cheated on me and that just really kind of knocked all of my confidence i really started to question everything about myself and just generally not feel good enough not feel worthy enough so i had a lot of inner work that I kind of really, really needed to go through. And there was definitely a part of me when I thought, I'd like to be a coach, I'd like to be able to help others, that that little devil on my shoulder started to say, well, you've, you've not even got your own stuff figured out. Like, look at you, who are you to make a difference in other people's lives? Like, why don't you just focus on your own stuff first, you know? And, you know, what makes you think that you could really be that? impactful leader for somebody else. So I had that going on. I also had a pretty disastrous time with my finances. Um, I've spoken about this a lot um, through my journey because I do feel it's quite important and, and money is a big part of a big part of everybody's lives, but especially for me, and I know a lot of people as well, is that they want to pursue a different path because they want to change their financial reality. At the time I started out my business, financially, I was a mess. I had so many limiting views around money. And something that I now know to be true is that your net worth, so what you are earning financially, is often directly linked to your self-worth. And so this is something that I learned along the way, but I, I didn't know this at the time. And so my finances, I had credit cards, you know, up to my eyeballs in debt and credit cards. And I had been spending money on God knows what. <laughs> Can't even remember now what I spent that money on. And I had got myself financially into a bit of a mess. So financially, I was not in the best position to be starting a business. Okay, so thinking about stepping away from my job, which was my kind of security blanket when it came to my finances, to do something that I'd never done before, like that for me just felt like such a big leap of faith. And that was again, like one of my biggest fears, like, can I really do this? Can I actually change my finances? Um, so the other kind of thing, I guess, which was going on in my life was that I was working, I was in a job. And so Again, the situation wasn't ideal because I didn't just have all of the time in the world to sit and, you know, train to become a coach and work on my coaching business. This is something that I had to fit in either side of my job. So in the mornings and the evenings. So I definitely did not have it all figured out. And I think that's an important message that I want to share with you because rarely there is going to be a perfect time to start anything. And if you wait for the time to be perfect, you will probably find you will be waiting forever, okay? But most importantly, you certainly don't have to have it all figured out from a mindset point of view. Because what I know to be true about this industry is that you grow as you go. Okay, so there is no better industry to be stepping into if you are looking to really step into your power, to become more confident, to start being able to over some, overcome many of those fears and doubts that have perhaps been holding you back for a long, long time. If you're ready to do that, then becoming a coach is the best way to do that because you almost become your own first client. Okay, so as you are learning to coach others, you're going to be going through that process for yourself. Okay, so you definitely don't need to be super confident right now 
for you to be able to step into that role of, let's say, a confidence coach for others or a mindset coach for others. Okay? You grow as you go. Something that I was very, very sure about when I decided to create the Click Academy, which is our coach training. It's our internationally accredited coach training where we support women in getting certified and trained as a coach. And then we also help them build their business online. When I was developing that, the thing for me that I knew had to be a non-negotiable was the mindset work. I knew that for our students coming in, I wanted to make sure that they were getting coached at multiple different opportunities on their mindset, okay? That they were having that experience of being the client. So you will find that as you embark on this journey, you know, where you are now is not where you're going to be a week from now, a month from now, six months from now. Because every single day, your confidence will be growing, your self-belief will be going, growing, those fears that are perhaps really kind of clouding your mind right now will slowly start to kind of be quiet. <laughs> they'll start to, they'll still be there because they're normal. Fear is a normal part of the human experience, but you'll be less reactive to those fears, okay? So don't judge what you're feeling and what you are experiencing right now on your ability to succeed because things are gonna change very, very quickly for you. And again, this is why I love this industry so, so much. You know, there's no other job, I don't believe, that really forces you to kind of go inwards and to kind of really see to yourself first. So often in careers, we are giving and giving and giving to our jobs, to our bosses, to our colleagues. You know, we give our time and our energy until there's nothing left to give. And the thing I love about coaching is it completely flips that on its head. It says to you, you cannot pour from an empty cup. You have to serve yourself first for you to be able to then serve your clients in a powerful way. And that's really a big part of the philosophy behind our coach training is you serve yourself first. In fact, we have so many of our students come into our coach training just focusing on their own mindset, you know, just taking the opportunities to get coached, you know, to get supported before they even think about coaching others. Okay, so if that's kind of thinking something that you feel like you need and you want for your experience, that is entirely your prerogative. Okay, so I hope that that makes sense. And I just thought that was a really, really important point, I think, for me to start on. You know, this idea that we just don't have to be perfect and just don't assume that everybody that's already successful has already had it, always had it figured out. Because that definitely isn't the case. Now, let me just share a little bit that I've learned about fear, specifically when it comes to taking action. A lot of the times when we fear something, and perhaps this is something that you're experiencing right now, we're fearing some sort of imaginary event that doesn't exist. It's not happening to us right now. It's not happened to us in the past even, perhaps. And we're kind of just thinking about this fear from a future-based perspective. We're thinking about what could happen, what may happen. And the thing is, like, this is actually just how we are hardwired. It's something called negative brain bias. So you can look this up if you want to learn more about this. Negative brain bias. What it essentially means is that we are hardwired. We are programmed to anticipate bad things happening to us. <laughs> Good old mother nature, right? <laughs> we are programmed to expect the worst 
rather being programmed to anticipate the best, unfortunately. And this all dates back to when we were back living in caves and we had all of these like real daily threats to our existence, right? The saber-toothed tiger knocking at our cave door. And the only way for us to survive was to constantly be on guard, to be in that fight or flight mode. Okay, because this was our way to survive. Like our brain was telling us to expect something bad to happen so we could be on guard and we could protect ourselves. Now, of course, today we don't have those same kind of threats to our, our, you know, our daily lives. However, our brains still operate in the same way. And you can kind of play around with this. Like ask yourself, like if you think about, let's say, let's even take like becoming a coach. When you think about that, I'm sure there's lots of things about becoming a coach you're excited about, but I'm guessing that your brain will naturally try and gravitate to reasons why it won't work. You know, reasons that, you know, things could go wrong. Why, why might things go wrong? What could possibly go wrong? And the next thing you know, your mind is spiraling out of control and you've created all of these imaginary scenarios about what could possibly go wrong. People laughing at me, failing, judged, getting judged by people, not making any money, you know, the opinions of others, all of these things, these scenarios, again, imagined scenarios that we create within our mind. So if you're experiencing this right now, like know that this is completely normal. Fear is completely normal. So it's not about getting rid of the fear because we're not going to undo hundreds of thousands of years, millions of years of programming, you know, of how we're hardwired. So it's about not getting rid of the fear, but how can we learn to live with that fear? So we can hear it, we can acknowledge it, but we don't allow that fear to hold us back. It doesn't derail us in any way. Okay, so that's the thing. It's first of all, recognizing that this isn't about being fearless. Okay, the the women that you see being successful, they have the fears. They've just learned a way to recognize and acknowledge the fear, but then allow their dreams to be bigger than their fear so that they can take that action. And speaking about taking action, something that I found is that the best way to minimize and diminish that fear about a certain event is to take action towards it. You will find that action neutralizes fear because most of the things that you are scared about do not actually ever play out. (laughs) You know, all of those worries that you have when you start taking action and you start to see evidence of things working in your favor, that fear very, very quickly goes. Okay. So for example, like one of the biggest fears, I think, especially if you're, you know, just about to say yes to your dreams of becoming a coach is that fear of, well, just that initial fear of starting. Okay, I'm going to commit to this. I'm going to invest in my coach training. I'm deciding today that I'm going to become a coach. There's no ifs or buts, ifs or buts about this. Okay, and so that, that decision is often laced with a lot of fears. Okay, but once you decide, you will find that actually, and I've, I found this from my own experience, that all of a sudden it feels like that weight is lifted off your shoulders because you've made that decisive decision. And all of those things that you kind of were worried about to begin with, when you start on this path, you realize a lot of those things don't actually ever play out. You know, the fear of being judged by people, you soon realize that people don't care. And actually most people are hugely, hugely supportive of what you're doing. The fear of failure, 
That is something that is very quickly overcome when you start to see people interested in what you're doing, reaching out to you, wanting to inquire about your coaching. So often, you know, these these fears that we have, when we start taking action, we realize that actually we were completely crazy to kind of fear a lot of these things to begin with. Now, one other thing about fear, and then I want to start going into some more specific fears and starting to really break those things down, is that I found from my experience that procrastinating on your dreams or procrastinating on any decision is a fear-based response, okay? So maybe it's you're sat now thinking, I'd really love to become a coach, but now isn't the right time, or I don't have the money at the moment, or, um, you know, I, I think this would be better if I did this in six months from now, you know, I want to work on my mindset first, or whatever it is that you're telling yourself. If you are putting your dreams on hold, if you are procrastinating on a decision to take action towards your dreams, that is a fear-based response. There is something below that decision that is telling you, you can't do this. Okay, it's a fear-based response. And often the assumption is, well, if I just put things off a little bit, then I'll get to a point where it won't feel as scary. I'll feel more ready. I'll feel more confident. I'll feel more ready to invest in myself. And I can tell you now, that day will not come (laughs) because what you will find is that the longer you put things off, the more difficult it becomes to actually take that leap. It doesn't become easier. It actually becomes more difficult. And I liken this actually to years ago, my sister and I were traveling and we thought, oh, it'd be a great idea to go and do a bungee jump. <laughs> um, we kind of played with the idea of a bungee jump, then we were going to do a skydive. We're going to do a bungee jump. <laughs> anyway, we were kind of all set to do it and they could sort of strap you up. And the kind of the scariest part is the build up, right? You're kind of going up and you know, you're getting higher and higher. And as soon as you get to the top, they're kind of like giving you a bit of a debrief on everything. And then the next thing they're telling you to kind of move to the edge to go. And I probably should have just jumped. (laughs) I probably should have just taken that leap and just done it. But I started to overthink things. I started to panic and I could feel like the anxiety kicking in. And I was kind of like talking things through my head, like, oh my goodness, like, should I do this? I'm so scared, yada, yada, yada. Anyway, to cut a long story short, I did not jump. (laughs) I went back down the way that I came up. I did not jump. And I think looking back on that now, it's because I talked myself out of it. The decision, the longer I left it, actually became harder and harder to the point where I didn't jump at all. Don't let that happen to your dreams. Don't let yourself talk yourself out of it for too long so that you never end up taking that leap whatsoever. Okay, so anyway, let's dive in to some of these other fears that many of us experience. Um, And I want to kind of go through some of the stuff that really helped me sort of face up to some of these fears. Now, let's start with, will I be good at this? Will I be a good coach? We often ask ourselves this question when we're the beginner, because we're the beginner. We don't know. We haven't had any experience perhaps of coaching before. And so we worry like, well, what if I start on this path and I'm not very good at it? What if I start and I can't get my client's results? You know, what about that responsibility to kind of deliver this amazing experience for my clients? Like, what if I can't do that? 
And that was something that was huge for me because I knew I was so, so passionate about really transforming the lives of others. And it was, it really worried me the thought that I might not be able to do that. At the time, I was just basing, you know, things on my passion and thinking, well, I, I think I would be really good at this. But actually, there was the other side of me that thought, well, what if I'm not? What if I'm terrible at this? And the thing you've got to remember is that you're, you're going to be the, big, the beginner. You have to allow yourself to the, be the beginner. You're not meant to know it all now. You're not meant to have all the coaching skills. You're not meant to know all of these transformational processes because that is something you learn. So don't judge your knowledge now on what your knowledge is going to be like a month from now. Okay, so embrace that beginner's mindset. Be open to learning new things. Look at things with a growth mindset versus a fixed mindset. A fixed mindset says, you know, I'm always going to be like this. I'm always going to feel this way. A growth mindset says every day is a new opportunity for me to learn and get better. And get better it will, okay? If you fully commit to this, your learning curve within this industry is incredibly steep, okay? You know, the amount of kind of knowledge you soak up within those early days of your coach training is incredible. You know, you're practicing your coaching skills, you're getting coached by others, you're learning all of these new techniques, you're immersed in the coaching industry. So you're very, very quickly going to increase that confidence about your abilities to get other people's results. But here's the thing, it's really important that you go through that training, that you get that experience, that you get yourself trained, get yourself certified. Because I can tell you now, like being able to show up with confidence, you know, knowing that what you've got to offer can really make a difference. There is so much to be said for that. Okay. In terms of your ability to help others, but also in terms of your ability to make money as a coach. The confidence you have in yourself and your abilities is going to be reflected back to you in the people who you connect with. So if you want to have people that really feel confident that you can support them, they feel confident that you can coach them to create these incredible transformations, that confidence starts with you. So that was why for me in my journey, I knew that getting trained was a non-negotiable. And it was one of the reasons, if I'm being completely honest, why I decided to create the Click Academy, which was our coach training. Because I could see the way that the industry was growing. And it is growing, by the way, at an incredibly quick rate, which I will come back to in a second, that the growth of the industry. But I could see the, the growth of the industry and how many more people were becoming coaches. And there were some amazing coaches that were really serving their clients in a powerful way. But I also saw the other side of the industry as well, where women were just winging it. Um, they didn't have any sort of formal training. They were often mistaking coaching with giving advice or, you know, motivational speaking. And they didn't really understand sort of how to facilitate a powerful coaching session. And from my experience and having worked with coaches myself and having worked with many clients by this point, I knew the power of what good coaching could do for others. And I thought, I want to make, really make sure that there is, I'm upholding an integrity within this industry. I want to create something so that women can really be well equipped with the right tools and the right knowledge and the right wisdom to really kind of serve people in this powerful way. And so I could see kind of like 
you know, the coaching industry going. And I thought, I want to make sure that the people that are stepping into this are coming in with the right skills and training. And so that's kind of uh, one of the big reasons why I decided to create the Click Academy. Um, so goes without saying, make sure you get yourself trained. It's really, really going to help with your kind of fears about not being good enough. You know, if you've, if you've got that kind of training to back it up, I promise you that's really, really going to help with your confidence. Um, okay, let's go into something else that I think is a biggie for a lot of people. And that is just seeing how many other amazing coaches that already are out there. Now, I'm sure perhaps some of you have experienced this, but I definitely did, where I thought, I'm going to become a coach. I love this idea of becoming a coach. And when I kind of first started to explore it, it felt quite exciting because actually in the UK, there really wasn't that many people. And I kind of felt like I'd, you know, struck gold with this because I'd kind of found this industry that I thought, oh my goodness, like, surely, like, why do not more people know about this? Like, I'd had the experience of working with a coach myself, and I thought, this is incredible. And not only kind of the work, but also the lifestyle that running a coaching business could create, you know, working from your laptop, earning incredible money, like all of that. I was like, why, why are more people, not more people doing this? I couldn't understand it. And then I started to do a little bit more digging and I realized actually the coaching industry was way bigger than what I realized. I was just kind of exploring like my local area and kind of, you know, the UK and seeing what was going on where I was from. But then we've got like the US, like the US, when I started to kind of explore the industry over there, I realized it was absolutely huge and it still is huge. A huge chunk of our students come from the US as well. And then obviously that was, you know, in one way it was positive. It's like, okay, there's a big market for coaching. It's a real thing. There's lots of women within this industry being successful. But the other side to that was, oh my goodness. Well, if there's already these incredible women doing amazing things and they all seem to be so confident and so put together. And, you know, I was looking at their Instagrams and they'd already had so much success. They had so many clients. They were making amazing money. They were traveling. You know, they had these great photos. I was thinking, well, wait a second. Like there's already amazing women out there doing this already. What makes me think that I can just step in now, brand new to this, one hot mess, and make it actually work? Like I just couldn't get my head around that. Like, why would somebody choose me? Why would somebody ever want to work with me when they can work with somebody that's been doing it for years already? And I know that I would say, I want to actually go so far to say that 100% of our students experience this. I'm going to go and say it. 100% of our students experience this fear. I experience this fear. Like, why would anybody want to choose me over that amazing woman over there? And as soon as you put yourself into that mindset, when you're comparing where you are to where somebody else is, you're comparing your chapter one to somebody else's chapter 100, you're doing yourself and the clients that need you a huge disservice. Because I can tell you something, the beauty of this industry is that everybody is different. Everybody has a unique blend of story, history, personality, unique quirks, the way of sharing things, the way of expressing themselves. Nobody is you and that is your superpower. So when we think about the competition or other people, we are forgetting that actually we've got 
lots and lots of things within us that people would love to be able to see. They want to be able to hear from us, okay? Even if right now it feels like you perhaps don't have a lot to give, okay? There will be something about you that sets you apart from everybody else to somebody, okay? And again, like that comparing your chapter one to chapter 100, somebody else's chapter 100, remember that you are just starting out on this journey, but it's not always gonna look like that, you know? Things progress very, very quickly. But coming back to this sort of, you know, this, this fear around there's so many other successful coaches, there's also a huge amount of clients that are looking for somebody that they resonate with, that they connect with. Investing in a coach is not, it's not always just about somebody's experience or how many years they've been doing it for. That plays a role. But what is equally important is how they connect with you energetically, you know, how they connect with your personality, your story. People tend to gravitate towards people who they kind of, they see themselves in. And there's going to be somebody that sees their story within yours. And they're going to choose you over anybody else because of that energetic connection. Okay. Now, as I mentioned, there are so many clients. There are more clients at the table for everybody to succeed. You have to look at this with an abundance mindset, okay? If you start to think there is not enough, the universe is going to reflect that lack back to you, okay? So anything that you're talking about, you have to speak about it from that place of abundance. There is plenty of room at the table for everybody to succeed. That was one of my mantras I used very, very early on when I was experienced this fear. There's plenty of room at the table for us all to succeed because believe me, there are. The coaching industry is worth $1 billion, over $1 billion in the US alone. Okay, so that's $1 billion in the US alone and it is growing at a significantly quick rate. It's the second fastest growing industry behind tech. What does that tell you? It tells you that more and more people now are waking up to the power of coaching, to the power of mindset, personal development. They are realizing that getting where they want in life is not just about what you do, okay? We're really shifting away from this masculine mentality of achieving my goals or, you know, my dreams or the perfect relationship or the perfect health is about doing. I've got to do this. I've got to take this action. People are waking up to this more feminine approach, which is really about less about doing and more about who you are being. And for me, that's what coaching is really all about. It's not so much about telling somebody what to do. It's about creating space to helping somebody become the person they are meant to be, okay? It's about helping somebody shift their identity, shift their energy, okay? Because when you are working on your mindset and you're doing things from the outside, sorry, the inside, rather than sort of taking action, you will find that you get to where you want to be a lot easier and a lot quicker, okay? So a lot of people are waking up now to the importance of mindset, and I think there's been a huge sort of shift as well over the sort of the past five to 10 years when it comes to mental health and people realizing that we can speak about this. We don't have to suffer alone. And so more and more people now are seeing the value of investing in a coach. And even if you're not seeing it personally, because honestly, 
Like if you're not within this industry and you're not kind of immersed within the coaching industry and you're just, you know, out and about in everyday life, it's hard to understand like how quickly the industry is going because still it's not mainstream. Okay. It's not, it's not mainstream. You know, if you think about your immediate circle of friends and family, how many people do you know that have hired a coach? If I kind of think about my own, like in real life, like friends and family, like people that I don't know from the industry, still a very, very small number that have worked with a coach. So it's not mainstream. And this is why we need more coaches. <laughs> because if we have more amazing coaches, more women talking about coaching, educating others on the importance of coaching, we are creating that ripple effect where people are becoming more aware of the industry. We are normalizing coaching. We're helping it to become mainstream. So when you see that there's other women out there doing your thing, you know, coaching in a niche that perhaps you want to coach in, see that as a good thing. We want people out there to be spreading that message. We want coaching to become mainstream. We want it to become something that is integrated in part of people's everyday life, right? Just as you would, you know, go to the dentist or, you know, a woman would go to the hairdressers or, you know, she'd go and get her nails done. You know, we would do that so easily. We want that to be true for coaching as well, okay? Because that's how powerful coaching can be. You know, it can really make a difference. And so we, we want it to become this mainstream thing. But that can only happen when we have more coaches talking about it and educating others. So see the other people out there as a good thing. Um, now, the other thing I do like to remind our students of is to stay in your own lane. <laughs> because sometimes it can be inspiring to see what other women have achieved and to see their success and their, you know, what they're earning. But sometimes it can actually leave us feeling like we're not enough, not good enough, like I'll never get there. And if this is you right now, honestly, stay in your own lane. It's very easy to, to just kind of cut yourself off from the noise. Stop scrolling on social media. Stop putting yourself in situations where you're exposed to people who are triggering you. Now, I know, you know, I, I'm not saying that we should completely avoid the things that trigger us because there's times when we need to really face up to those triggers. But I think especially when you're starting on the journey, you don't need that distraction. Stay in your own lane. Rather than comparing yourself to somebody else, start comparing yourself to the person that you were yesterday. How can I be better than her today? How can I show up in a more powerful way? How can I be more confident? How can I be more courageous? How can I be more kind, more compassionate? Like, that's kind of who you want to be comparing yourself to, okay? It's the only person you should be comparing yourself to. Now, I'm going to touch a little bit on making money as a coach. I don't want to go into this too much because on Wednesday's session, I'm going to dedicate that session entirely to monetizing a coaching business and what is working today and how to actually start to turn that passion into something profitable. So you can quit your job. So you can kind of do this full time. So I know a lot of people, that's what they want. That's certainly what I wanted. I was so miserable <laughs> in my job when I first started out in this. I was like, I just want to make enough money so I can quit. <laughs> um, you know, to the point where Sunday evenings, like I was having full-blown panic attacks about going into work. Um, my anxiety was super, super high at the time as well. And I just knew for the sake of my mental health, I needed to be doing my own thing. 
I needed to be doing something that I enjoyed. I needed to be connecting with people in a really meaningful way and just doing something that I was passionate about. So I was desperate. I was desperate to start making money and to, you know, to, to, to pursue coaching full time. And so that was one of my fears. Well, what if I don't? What if I don't make any money? <laughs> what if nobody pays me for this? And that fear was definitely heightened by people questioning whether or not people invested in coaches. And again, this is where it's so easy to get distracted by people who aren't in the industry, who don't know about, you know, coaching and don't really perhaps understand the value coaching can have. And so I would listen to people who would say, you know, perhaps with all good intentions, my mom, for example, (laughs) I remember the first time I told my mom, like, finally, like what I was doing. And I kind of told her how it worked and that I was sort of offering like this coaching program. And I told her what I was charging, which at the time, by the way, was very, very little. So I was charging 500 pounds for a three month coaching program. Now, at the time when I decided to charge that, I thought, this is great. <laughs> I, I thought that like I'd be so happy to receive that for a three-month coaching program. It didn't take me long to realize I was severely selling myself short. But anyway, this was what I was charging. And I remember telling my mum, and she's like, wow. She's like, so people would pay you to, to get coached by you. And that's how much they're going to pay. Who's paying this? And that really started to make me doubt, like, oh my goodness, like, what am I doing? Like, can I charge this? Are people even willing to invest? And I remember even prior to sort of, you know, actually charging for my coaching, when I kind of put the feelers out there, I told like a few friends about what I was thinking of doing. And they were like, oh, like, so like, what is your plan? Do you think, you know, do you expect this to kind of become something that like will become your income? I was like, yeah, that's kind of like what my, I'm hoping is is going to happen. But their sort of doubt really made me question like, well, my goodness, like, can I make money from this? And it wasn't until actually, I kind of really fully immersed myself in the industry. And I realized like, there are so many people out there that are spending money on coaches. Like just as people will spend thousands of money on going on a holiday or I don't know, a designer handbag, whatever it is. Like there are people out there that are prioritizing other things. They are prioritizing coaching. It's just that I hadn't really come across many in my day-to-day life. So again, don't let that fear around people's willingness to be in to invest. Don't let that be based upon what your current experiences are, because nine times out of 10, you perhaps won't know that many people who are investing in coaching, certainly not perhaps at that higher level. Okay. I remember when I first heard somebody saying that they'd spent like, you know, close to 5,000 pounds or it was $5,000, should I say actually on a coach and thinking, wow, like who, who would ever like have that money to spend on a coach? And then fast forward a year, two years, and I've invested north of six figures within my own sort of coaching and various different transformational stuff, okay? So it's amazing how things change once you are in this space and when you start to kind of see what other people are doing, okay? But let's go back to making money because this is, this is going to be a fear for any new business owner you know, is it going to work, i.e., is it going to be financially successful? And the good thing about the coaching industry 
is that, well, there's a few good things, but first of all, you are stepping into a tried and tested business model. There are hundreds of thousands of women out there doing this already, making money from coaching. Okay, so the fact that they are already being successful, use that as evidence to support that this is going to work for you too. Okay, you're not reinventing the wheel. You're not coming to market with a product that you've no idea whether people want or need it. There is a market there for it and the market is growing, as I said, very, very quickly. So that would be the first thing. The second thing is that the coaching industry, what I love is that there are very, very minimal expenses and overheads to get you started. Compare it with, let's say, a product-based business or a brick-and-mortar business. Like, Let's say you wanted to start a restaurant or you wanted to start a clothing line. You're going to have to invest a huge amount of capital to give yourself a decent chance of getting started. The coaching industry... Your biggest probably expense is, is honestly, is probably going to be your coach training, yourself getting started with that. There are so many things that you can utilize in terms of the business side of things that are very, very cheap or even free. In fact, the business part of the Click Academy, which is our coach training, we provide very much step-by-step how-to guides for how to make money as a coach. And of course, there's all of these fancy pieces of tech and things that you can you know, invest in in your business. But I'm a huge advocate of keeping things lean, okay? Um, I read a book called The Lean Startup very early on in my business journey. I was so thankful that I did because it reminded me that we don't have to have all of the fancy bells and whistles to start. We can start with what they call a minimum viable product. (laughs) Basically, this just means a very, very simple version of your business. And then you can add on all of these, you know, fancy pieces of tech later down the line. But you certainly don't need to invest huge amounts in your business to start. Okay, so your coach training and, you know, getting the support on that side of things, that's probably going to be an investment. But something I also kind of like to remind people as well is that typically that is an investment that you could make back very, very quickly. So let's kind of just talk on averages here. So let's say, for example, um, the students coming into our coach training. Most of them, it's two or three clients and they've already made back their initial investment. Okay, so that I know that that taking that leap, you know, to, to invest in yourself and invest in a business, you know, and becoming a coach, it, it can feel hugely scary to start off with. But when you break it down, like it's just going to take a couple of clients and I've already made back that investment. You start to think about things a little bit differently. You know, contrast that with other businesses where the average business, it can take three years for it to be profitable. Okay, three years. That's certainly not the case within the coaching industry. You know, the your financial growth can be incredibly quick and, and, and you can see growth within a sh- much, much shorter time period. Just to kind of give you an idea. Now, I, again, I'm going to go into money a little bit more on Wednesday's session. But from me launching my coaching business, Okay, from starting out, launching my coaching business, it took me just three months to be in a position to quit my job. Okay, incidentally, that third month was actually my first 10K month. So I bought in £10,000 in one month within my business. Now, you might be hearing that now and thinking that seems like a huge amount of money. Believe me, at the time, like that for me was like (laughs) mind blown. 
okay? But honestly, it's kind of the, the, the growth that I've seen since then that has been absolutely phenomenal. And again, I will go into some of what has supported me with that. But what I, what, what I want you to let, to let you know is that this isn't unusual. Like what I've done, like, isn't special, really. There's so many other women that have done the same. In fact, we've had some of our students that have done things much quicker and have actually seen a bigger amount of financial success than what I did within their first 12 months of coaching. Okay, so I know what's possible. I've seen it. I've seen other women do it, do it as well. Okay, but coming back to this, um, this idea and this fear around making money. Um, I think probably the most important takeaway that just for this session today is to remind yourself that people's willingness to invest do not base it on what you've seen in your life so far. Because it is amazing when you step into this industry, how many people are prepared to go all in to transform their mindset. Okay. Um, oh, I'm sorry. One more thing as well. In terms of stepping away from your job, if that's what you're thinking of doing as well, um, typically this is only going to take for most people, it's only going to take two or three clients a month. Okay. So figuring out like what, what, what do I need financially to be able to take this full time and then translating what that is in terms of clients. So let me give you an example so I can kind of break down the numbers a little bit. Most of our students, when they are starting out when they are, well, not starting out, when they are launching their sort of signature coaching program. So I'll talk a little bit more about this on Friday's session, but typically how most of our students will start, whilst they are still in training, it's going to look like one-off coaching sessions, paid for coaching sessions. They're going to be getting paid to offer one-off coaching sessions to their clients. Maybe it might be a mini program, so a, a package of three sessions. So this is very much while people are in training mode, you know, because they're still developing their skills and they're kind of still really kind of getting to grips with a lot, a lot of the coaching skills and techniques. But by the time they're certified, most of our students would be offering a 12-week program, okay? So around three months for a, for a program. And in terms of price point, that's going to look like anything from £1,500 and upwards. Okay, so let's just take that as the bare minimum, £1,500. How many clients would that mean for you to be able to step away from your job? You know, what do you need financially? When I've asked our students this to kind of say, well, what is it that you need? Most of them, when they do the maths, it's like two, maybe three clients per month. And all of a sudden, it seems so much more doable. Okay, so when you start to realize, like, you know, what you're able to charge and what people are willing to invest, and you start to realize, actually, this, this is really, really doable. Okay, and you'll soon kind of start to realize how easy it could be to actually transition from your full time job into coaching. Okay, and so I, I want to kind of point this out just because I know that, well, I know from majority of our students that, that join us in the academy, most of them are in full-time work. Some of them have completely quit jobs to go all in on their business. Brilliant, but you certainly do not need to do that. Um, actually, whilst we're talking about time, this was another one of my fears as well. Like, or I'd say an excuse I was telling myself of why I shouldn't do this, okay? I was looking for all of the reasons why I shouldn't, shouldn't do this. That's the ego, by the way. That's the ego trying to 
get you to play it safe, trying to keep you playing small. And so one of my things was, one of the things my ego was telling me was, you don't have the time to do this. Like, where are you going to find the time to train, to do something new, to start a business? You don't have the time. And I realized that that was always going to be an excuse unless I started to tell myself a different story. So the first thing I did was I started to tell myself, I have so much time. I have all the time in the world, even though my reality was looking not quite like that. But I made my dreams a non-negotiable. I made myself and my coaching business a priority and I found the time. Yes, it meant getting up early. Yes, it meant coming home from work and, you know, working on my business. But I loved it so much. Honestly, it was the thing that energized me. I could come home from work at the end of the day and I could feel exhausted and I thought, oh God, I just don't want to do anything. And then five minutes in, to my coaching and to kind of building my business, I was so energized, I just wanted to keep going. You know, so it's about making the sacrifices on your time now to get to your dreams quicker. And, you know, weekends, I knew that, okay, I wanna be able to spend my weekends, you know, dedicating it to this, you know, so I can get there quicker. But most people that I know are not doing this full time to start out. You know, they are not, they don't have all of the time in the world. So if you're using that as an excuse, know that it does not need to be one because you're not alone. And the one of the reasons actually why when we created the Click Academy, we decided that, okay, I want people to be able to go through this at their own pace is because I know that everybody has different schedules. Everyone has different amount of time that they are able to commit. Everyone's journey is going to look different. And so just having that flexibility for me was super, super important. Um, right. Let's go into uh, onto the next sphere because I'm just mindful of the time and I've got quite a few things that I, I still want to share with you guys. The fear of what other people think. Now, nine times out of 10, that fear is directed at people you know versus people you don't. Um, I say this because I know that, to be honest, when I started out, I didn't necessarily care too much about what strangers thought about me. They were strangers after all. I cared a lot about what friends and family thought of me. And my biggest fear was that they would think, who is she to coach? Especially the people that knew my story and knew kind of what I'd been through and what I was still going through. (laughs) Who is she to coach? Like, who does she think she is to start, you know, sharing inspirational quotes and, you know, sharing motivational, you know, content and, you know, helping others? Like, she should just focus on figuring out her own life, right? (laughs) That was a huge fear. What will other people think about me? Um, I was also worried as well, like, people's opinions of me starting a business and, you know, wanting to quit my job. And again, like, well, is she even going to be able to make money doing that? Or, you know, people kind of thinking, oh, well, is she, is she going to be successful at this? Like, she's probably going to fail. Again, like all of these fears about other people's opinions. I was putting other people's opinions of greater importance than my own. If I'd have just trusted myself, I knew deep down that this is what I wanted to be doing and I shouldn't care about what other people think. Okay, I knew that deep down. But here's the thing, like, as much as we can tell ourselves, I don't care what other people think, we do care because we are tribal in nature. We are, 
you know, we're programmed to be around other people, okay? We wanted to be accepted from, you know, the people around us. And when they don't, we can feel really bad about it, right? Okay, and again, this goes back to how we're hardwired because back when we did live in tribal communities, like tight-knit tribal communities, if we were seen as doing something different, often that could mean being expelled from the tribe. It could even mean death. So we are, again, hardwired to want to conform, to want to kind of go with what other people are doing. You know, we get scared when we think about going against the grain and doing something different because we want to be accepted and validated by other people so much, okay? And this is something that you will develop this ability over time. This is the ability to put your desires and your choices ahead of what anybody else thinks. And this is not going to happen overnight. I will tell you now, it took me a long time. This is probably one of the longest mindset shifts for me to make, to trust myself enough that I could do something. And it's not about not caring about what other people thought of me. It was, but I'll be okay even if they do judge me. Okay. I can kind of recognize that their opinions might be different to mine, but I am so committed to my path and I'm so dedicated to where I want to go that other people's opinions are not going to derail me. Now, something that is super, super important is that you've got to surround yourself with people that do get it because you will probably find there's people within your life that don't get it, okay? And the more you engage with conversations with them, the more you're going to start doubting yourself and your dreams, okay? So you need to be in environments where you're surrounded by other coaches, other women that are on the same path as you, other women that understand the importance of mindset and law of attraction, like women that get it. And the biggest thing, the biggest piece of feedback that we get from our students when whenever people certify, we always get them to like send us an email, like, what were your favorite things about, you know, have been being in the academy? Like, what do you love about it? Like, what could we be doing different? Like, we're always kind of looking for that feedback. And we always get pretty much everybody always tells us that the sense of community and sisterhood has been absolutely life changing. It's two things that they tell us. They tell us, first of all, the shifts that they've made in their mindset and just being coached and having that opportunity. But second of all, it's that community, like being with such an amazing group of women. And honestly, like, obviously I'm biased because <laughs> it's my community and it's my students. And I can, you know, obviously I'm going to say that they're incredible, but that is one, one of the things I'm most proud about when it comes to what I've created within the academy. It's just seeing women just supporting each other and just kind of completely understanding when people are struggling or, you know, if somebody wants to be vulnerable or they share something that's going on for them at the moment, like just seeing other women just have each other's backs has just been phenomenal. You need to have that support network, okay? Surround yourself with people who understand, who appreciate coaching, who are passionate about this industry and who are going to be there to support you every step of the way. Okay. Um, okay. Now, one sort of final thing that I really want to touch upon when it comes to the fear about not being good enough or will I make it? Again, like coming back to what I said earlier about we often look for reasons why it won't work. 
That's how we're hardwired. That's what we're naturally going to gravitate to do. So what I want you to start doing moving forwards is being really, really intentional about the stories you're telling yourself and what you are choosing to focus on. When we start to go in that negative spiral, often it's because we are just allowing our minds to wander. Just think about it. You don't sit down and think, you know what, I've got 15 minutes to kill. I'm going to spend the next 15 minutes telling myself all of the reasons why this isn't going to work and why I'm going to fail. Okay, go. (laughs) Like we don't do that. We're not intentional about negative thoughts. They just happen. They just start to spiral. Okay. And that's fine. As long as we can recognize that, okay, I'm starting to think in a negative way now. And we have uh, that awareness that we can then bring ourselves back onto thoughts that are going to serve us. Remember, you can choose your thoughts when you become more intentional about what you're thinking about at any given moment. You can choose to think better feeling thoughts. So let's say that fear of, I can't do this. So let's say that kicks in. In that moment, how can you start to focus on all of the reasons why you can do this? Look for evidence of your success. Look at things about you that you know is going to make you a great coach. Where have you succeeded previously? Start to recognize that you've already got these amazing things within yourself. So yes, there's going to be lots for you to learn, but you're not coming into this a complete beginner because everything that you've been through today has got you to this point now. And there is going to be so many experiences that you've had or things that you've learned or qualities that you've developed that are going to support you in your next role as a a coach. Okay. So again, it it, it all comes back to what you are choosing to focus on. How can you focus your thoughts in a more intentional way towards what you want? And just because every so often you think negative, it doesn't matter. You know, one negative thought does not need to become a negative life. Okay. Now, final thing, and this comes back to really about why kind of coaching it exists. And this for me is really about being of service to others. Often when we are filled with fear, it's all about us, right? It's all about like, well, what if I fail? What if I get judged? What if I mess up? Like, you know, what if, what if, what if? But what if we actually put that focus onto the people who need us? So I want you to think about for a second, maybe you've thought about this person before, a person you would really, really love to help. Imagine what she's going through today. Somebody who's really struggling. Maybe they're struggling with their self-worth. Maybe they're struggling with burnout. Maybe it's in their relationships. Maybe their career. Maybe they just feel really lost. Whatever it is, I just want you to take a few seconds just to think about that person. And I want you to think about the fact that they are waiting for you to go all in on your dreams so you can show up for them in the most powerful way. Okay, who do you need to be today for the person that really needs your support, the person that you are so desperate to help? Who do you need to show up as today? What decisions do you need to make? What commitment do you need to have to yourself and to your dreams and to your business? How can you today act bravely and courageously in pursuit of your dreams, to give that chance to the person who really needs your support to actually reach you, okay? 
because it's all very good and well, like dreaming about becoming a coach and having that passion, but it's all going to be wasted if it doesn't actually end up being utilized. Okay. And this is what going all in is all about. It's pushing your fears to one side and thinking, how can I go in all, all in today so that I can serve those people who need me? I can make sure I actually serve those people who need me. Now, to finish this, <laughs> I'm going to share with you a little poem. I've shared it before, and I know a lot of people, when I shared it previously, they they said that it really helped them. Um, I'm certainly not a poet, <laughs> but it was just kind of words that kind of reflected how I felt at the beginning of my journey. So I thought it'd be a good sort of place to end things for today. Um, as a quick reminder, I'm going to be going live again, same time on Wednesday, all about making money, okay? All about monetizing your coaching business, kind of how to get started, what you're going to be charging, money mindset work. We're going to dive into all of the, the good stuff around money, okay? So that's Wednesday session. Friday session is going to be a Q&A. I'm also going to be going through like what the process looks like as you're getting trained, like, and as you are in those very, very early stages, I want to give you a really realistic picture of the kinds of things you'll be working on, the sorts of things you'll be doing to kind of really help you to understand like what those early days as you embark on this journey will look like. Okay. So same time Wednesday and same time Friday. As another reminder, our discount offer to join the Click Academy expires this Sunday. Okay, so International's Women, International Women's Day is tomorrow, so March the 8th. And to celebrate it this week, we have got a discount offer which expires on this Sunday. Okay, so I will link it um, in the uh, the video here somewhere um, so that you can find all of the information there. But um, I will be talking about that a little bit more on Friday's session as well and answering all of your questions about that. So here it goes then. It's called what if I fail? So what if I fail? What if I mess up? What if it all goes wrong? What if I get some haters? What if I don't belong? What if I make it to the top only to then come crashing down? What if they laugh? What if I'm ignored? What if they shut me down? We can drown ourselves in our what ifs, but the only thing we know is the biggest what if to fear right now is what if I never grow. Yes, there may be ups and downs. It won't always be an easy ride. But what if I never make it hurts more than I never tried. So <laughs> I hope that was sort of a good note for you to sort of for us to all end on today. Um, I just want to say again, like, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for being here. It's women like you that show up for yourself and show up for your dreams. You know, you're sacrificing your time to be here with me. It's women like you that keep me doing this and make me so glad that this is the industry that I am in. So yeah, thank you so, so much for, for joining me. Um, yeah, I will catch you all on Wednesday. If you do have any questions following on from this, pop them in the comments below. And I, as I said, I will do my best to answer all of them personally. So yeah, thanks again, ladies, for joining me. And I will see you Wednesday. Lots of love. If you are wanting to build your own successful online coaching business, make sure to check out Freedom, Abundance and Impact, our free 10-day business and mindset course for coaches and aspiring coaches. To access, simply head to wearetheclick.com and click free course in the menu. Thank you.